This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The Big Bets on Campus podcast. 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 All right, here we go. Spreading the court. Ten seconds remaining. They just got to throw it under the basket. Under the basket. It's the truth for the win. Gone. Oh! They did it. A miracle. Hutchins. Double order. Hit that one from the parking lot. Shock it all in college basketball. It's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. Welcome to the Big Bets on Campus podcast. I am your host today, Jim Root, and I'm joined by the rest of the three men. We have Matthew Cox, Kai McEwen. We are coming to you live, boots on the ground in New Orleans. We are not currently in the arena, but we are about to head to the stadium today. We're going to get in there early in the afternoon, give you some updates on the rims, the floor, everything you could possibly want, and maybe a lot of things you don't want. Uh, but hey, look, you can't, you can't stop us. Kyle McEwen, you are here. You're ready to talk national title game, UNC Kansas. I'm kicking it to you first. What is the, the biggest thing you're looking at in this matchup tonight? Jim, the biggest thing I'm looking for, and the biggest thing everyone should be looking for, is Armando Baycott's ankle. That is the key. He sprained it in the last game. He hobbled off. He got helped off, actually, the floor. Uh, and it looked like it was, it was bad news. Didn't seem like he was going to come back. Word is he didn't even get it taped. Said effort, got back in the game. You love the warrior in him, but KU has to exploit that. They have to go to McCormick early and often in the post, try to get him in foul trouble, try to get him moving on that ankle. I think they can, but Matt, ultimately, I think I'm going with the heels, and we can get into why a little bit later. I disagree. I think the ankle thing's huge. Um, they're gonna, Kansas being there, they're going to try to push Baycott, I think, out in transition. Jim, on the heels of a game which they had zero transition points against Villanova's stellar transition, D, unfortunately, Villanova's half-court defense was completely shredded by Kansas's lights-out shooting and just general inside-out execution. Um, so, yeah, I think Kansas is a mini juggernaut right now as good as UNC's been playing. I like the Jayhawks, Jimmy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the best version of Kansas that we could possibly see. Saturday night, like, look what they did to Villanova. That uh, Villanova, a well-coached, well-prepared team, and Kansas basically ran them off the floor. It, it was Villanova's game in terms of tempo, no transition points for Kansas, and it didn't matter. I mean, the Jayhawks were just absolutely at their apex, didn't even need Remy Martin that night. Uh, they, they got the great David McCormick game. They got the elite top shelf Ochai Agbaji game, six for six from three to start. Uh, so that that is like that, that's what you're hoping for. If you're a Kansas better, you are settling in and you're hoping to see just hey, let's replay Saturday night. Let's get that kind of performance again. Uh, I'm leaning that, that that way. I really like Kansas first half. I think they jump out, get on them early. Kai, we, we get the McCormick possessed man possessed again uh, the way he was against Villanova. I think we get a couple early shot makes. And Kai, we, we, we heard Mr. Bill Self multiple times and Agbaji multiple times talk about the rims and how much they are comfortable with this shooting background. Yeah, and, you know, I think it's usually coach speak 
right in these press conferences like, oh, we're not worried about the rims. The rims are soft. Our, our depth perception is good. I think Bill Self actually means it when he's talking about the Superdome. And they proved it against Villanova. He says his team likes shooting in this dome. He said Ochai Baji especially likes shooting in it. He proved it with that six, three point performance. So I tend to believe that. And I like the under the, the overlean, excuse me, uh, because of the transition as well. Both teams want to run, run, run. Neither is super good at stopping the run. Both teams run off the glass. Now both teams are pretty good on the offensive glass. So it's going to be a bit of a, a, a strength or strength battle in that sense. But I think both teams run up and down. It's going to be fast paced. It's going to be electric. It's going to be a lot of fun, Matt. I love the over 152. It's been bet down a little bit. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't agree with that money. And Kai brought up the points about the venue, the sight lines. We've been on the case investigating those sight lines, the rims. Um, yeah. And to hear both player and coach underscore um, how relieved they were at the shooting environments. And then on the, you know, so just the anecdote there and the fact that they went 23 to 50 combined from downtown, um, all that sets up for, I think, a high efficient, highly efficient scoring game, as well as, as Kai mentioned, the pace. I think this game's up and down too. So over for me. Yeah, I think, I think tempo is going to be mega up tempo. Like we, we saw uh, Kansas play their slowest game since 2016. February of 2016 was the last time that Kansas was sub 60 possessions. Villanova dragged them down into that mud and it didn't matter. They still scored 81 points. I think we see a little bit of like a slingshot effect where Kansas is excited to play against a willing transition participant. They get up and down with North Carolina in this one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I would expect to see 70 plus possessions in this game that plays up to that 152 total that, that Matt and Kai referred to. I also like the over. I'm not doing anything with the first half total. I, I'm, I'm just concerned that it could be like a Duke, Kansas, uh, excuse me, a, a Duke, North Carolina where I think they had 71 in the first half, didn't quite creep over the total. But, man, the second half had a scoring explosion. I feel like that's what we see again tonight. Um, anything else, guys? Let's let's quick dip into player prop market, most outstanding player market. Kyle, go to you first here. Uh, the, the one thing I like is Dewan Harris over five and a half points. I think we're going to see him get a lot of open shots. I think they're going to leave him open the same way Villanova did. And so he'll get the shots up. All he's got to do is make two threes or a couple driving baskets or a couple free throws. So I like Dewan Harris over five and a half guys or anything you like in the player prop market. Yeah, Jim, I'm looking at a very juicy player prop. Um, it's Ochai Abaji over one and a half, three pointers made talked about how much he likes shooting in this dome. Uh, I think his confidence is sky high right now. He's kind of gotten over that little slump. We saw him do uh, during the earlier part of the tournament and the conference tournament. Uh, he has, he's, he's, he's playing, with the utmost confidence, Bill Self underscored it during the press conference. He went absolutely off against Villanova. And there's a reason why he's the heavy, heavy, heavy favorite to win most outstanding player now at most books. If Kansas wins, there's a very good chance he's the reason why. I don't think UNC really has an answer for him. He will be the best player on the floor. He is the only first-team All-American on the floor. Can Leahy Black guard him, Matt? Maybe. But is Leahy Black going to get the assignment? I don't know. I, I, would, I would guess he is, but... I'm still taking Baji in that matchup. Yeah, I'm curious how both coaches play the 1v1 matchup uh, chess match. I, to me, no matter how Hubert Davis plays, David McCormick is in position to put up big numbers tonight. Even if UNC wants to go small, um, I, I think McCormick's going to be out there trying to combat um, that smaller look on the offensive end. But he, he's not going to be exploited on the defensive end either because you can kind of hide McCormick on uh, Leaky Black or Pup Johnson because they are more or less non-shooters. Now, Leaky didn't make two last game. Um, I think that was more fluke than 
emergence of trend. So I, I think McCormick is going to be out there for 25 to 30 minutes tonight. And that's a key with McCormick's props, right? I, I think you have to know how much you have to feel confident he's going to play pretty big minutes. And given how well he's been playing, how well he's been finishing his left, right combos, baby hooks, jump hooks in the post keeps going tonight. So I think over um, like 12 and a half, the current current number um, minus 125. That's a good bet. Yeah. I mean, especially with Baycott's injury, I think they are going to be very focused on, on getting McCormick the ball early, getting it to him often uh, running. I was, uh, we, we kind of talked about transition, the transition game. I think they're going to try to run to test that ankle on Baycott. They want to make sure that he can actually move with them. And if he can't, I mean, this, this game could get out of hand. So that's another live angle. If you want to, if you want to be very uh, conscious of that early in the game, let's see how Baycott's moving. If he can't, if he's really sluggish, then I, you probably want to get on Kansas live because man, North Carolina has no depth. Puff Johnson, not the same player as Armando Baycott in his 20 plus rebounds a game. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that early. If you are a live better uh, guys, I think that's it. I think we, uh, we got our little, our, our takes in here on the side, the total Kai, give me a quick recap of what you're thinking in terms of side, in terms of total, the things you're looking for tonight. Yeah, I didn't quite mention the side here, Jim, but I like UNC plus four. I think it's going to be a close game the whole way. Comes down to one or two possessions. And Caleb Love is the main reason why his irrational confidence is perfect in a tournament setting. We know that uh, fearless guards in March are what wins, what makes those excellent Final Four championship moments. And, and Love has that attitude, that ability to hit those game-breaking shots at the end of the games. I think we get one of those. I think Kansas wins, Matt, but I'm taking UNC with the points. Uh, no official play for me on the side. Jim, I lean your way with Kansas, but over is my official play. Like I said, 152, both from a pace and an efficiency standpoint. I think everything sets so well here for a points bonanza in the title game. I know uh, unders have actually played pretty well in championship games historically, at least the last, I think, five to seven years. But this Superdome environment clearly is one that is conducive to high scoring, and both teams will be um, willing handshake agreement participants and an up and down affair. So over for me, Jim. Yeah, let's not let's not worry about the 2009 Final Four and final game that stayed under. That went all three games went under. That that doesn't matter. That, that is not relevant here. We're 13 years later. Don't worry about that. Uh, I like Kansas first half minus two. That is the one bet I'm going to be on tonight. Uh, so between Kai's plus four, Matt's over, and my minus two first half, we can all go three and zero, guys. There's no conflicting bets here. Three man weave is going to be uh, cashing tickets tonight. That's the hope. That's the goal. We always are working on that here on the Big Bets on Campus podcast, but uh, this is probably our last ride this year. Maybe we all have a futures episode at some point in the future, but uh, for games, this is the last one, obviously, the last one of the season. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you to our production team behind the scenes, making us sound a lot better than we are because, goodness, we are we are not great on mic, but they are helping us out. Uh, so thank you to them. Thank you to the Action Network. Thank you to all of our listeners, and we'll see you next time on the Big Bets on Campus podcast.